Megan. And I'm Caroline. And this is The Songwriter Diaries. The podcast for songwriters by songwriters. Hello, we're excited to have the geniuses behind Stop Motion, Evan and Faith, with us today. Evan Lay, Faith Allen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We need to have video. I think we're doing is translating. (laughs) Megan is raising the roof right now. (laughs) Transcription. Awesome. Um, Yeah. It's so great to have you guys. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. I know you're obligated because you're friends with us, but <laughs> you guys are so cool, and we're so happy to talk to you today. Uh, can you each start by telling us a little bit about yourselves and how you decided to start Stop Motion, Musical Journey, Faith Looks Overwhelmed? <laughs> well, like, because where are we starting here? Are we starting from... Maybe, like, tell solo, love story. solo experience, <laughs> solo writing experience. songs, how you guys met... Formed your like duo and yeah. then the band eventually. I don't know because this is gonna date back far. So, <laughs> when I was three, no. <laughs> but it really did start when I was like super young. Like I've been involved in like music and since really before I was born, my parents um, were in a band together and uh, they were even like like touring when my mom was like eight months pregnant with me <laughs> so it's like been a part of me for a very long That's time so cool. yeah um but when it comes to like writing music um my first band ever that i uh w- was writing songs um for we were called the dizzy dogs Iconic. I, I love that. think I was like around like the age of six or seven. <laughs> so my best so this time. was really professional. Yes. Yes. Well, we put on performances for our parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Excuse you. We had shows. We had shows. We did. We wrote songs about our dogs, but also songs about other things that were important to us, like food. We wrote a song <laughs> about pie. It's great. Um, yeah. And then, I don't know. I, yeah. I always... Music has always kind of been a part of my life, and I picked up the guitar around probably the age of 10 or so, um, and just kind of started teaching myself because I just desperately wanted, I, it kind of felt like I just always was like writing songs, so I kind of like desperately just wanted to be able to like play guitar and like yeah. get these songs out and stuff like that. Um, my dad always tells a story about it. he's like, yeah, because I, I have four other, um, four, four older siblings, and so like... And we're all into, involved in music, and he, my dad's a guitar player and was always trying to get, like, all the other kids to play guitar. And he really wanted someone to, like, be interested in guitar. Um, and I didn't necessarily, like, show that interest, but then all of a sudden he, like, starts hearing, like, guitar playing coming from my room, and he, like, pokes his head at me, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm playing guitar, Dad. <laughs> I'm like, duh. I got the A chord down, you know, I got the D chord down. We're going places. And he's like, oh, I didn't know you started doing that. And so he's like, I, yeah, I just kind of picked it up and was like, I'm going to do this. And then I just, I, basically that was my um, activity from about the ages of 10 until, I mean, it still is what I do, right, songs. Yeah. But I just like wrote pages and filled books of just like songs from like the age of like 10 to about like 14 I just like that's all I really did um and they're all probably so so bad (laughs) occasionally I like look through and I'm like oh hey like 13 year old faith knew what was up like some stuff yeah (laughs) for the most part they're all like terrible you know um but yeah just uh playing uh writing a lot of songs and in the meantime I was involved in like musicals and like the jazz band because I sang in the jazz band but I also played trumpet. Oh uh, so girl cool. I did not know you played trumpet. I did yeah well and <laughs> technically I still do I really haven't picked it up in a long time but I played from the age of nine to the age of 18 like consistently Dang. like in my band program through school it was like it was a really big band program so I actually like played a lot um and I was like in marching band. I was like the section leader and everything. I was a band nerd for sure. You were the um, coolest band theater nerd, nerd as well. Yeah. Was on, in the meantime, also writing like folk songs and poetry. So you mm-hmm. know, I was just the coolest kid ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do we want to? 
Because then you kind of come in yeah. somewhere <laughs> somewhere in the middle of that story, so, but I don't want to gloss over yours. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, Evan is living, living his life, yeah. <laughs> not knowing faith exists from the age. <laughs> yeah. So I, I um, grew up listening to music, um, grew up like kind of singing along and just kind of just really enjoying listening, but didn't never really considered playing along with it, because my mom was always playing, like, just all of the music from her era, and just mm -hmm. surrounded by that, and then just kind of, by the time I was in fifth grade, my friend picked up guitar, and I thought, hey, that's pretty cool, and so, <laughs> hey, and so I, I decided I wanted to also learn guitar, so I, like, begged my parents to get me a guitar for, like, for a while. And then it was like right after my 11th birthday, I just came home from school one day and they had gotten me a guitar. Aww. And so I just like, just jammed on it, noodled on it for like a really long time. And like, for the longest time, I didn't really know any musicians because my friend who played guitar quit. As <laughs> <laughs> I, I do. Yeah. I got like a little better than him when he got frustrated because he was super competitive. <laughs> so. <laughs> You just, we all know like like you just a little Evan like <laughs> shredding on the guitar, just like throwing it. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. And so he was gone, and I was like, okay, well, I have no one now. <laughs> so I was just I continued taking guitar lessons, and then I um, just was jamming in my room by myself, like learning songs, learning guitar solos, learning how to play the guitar, and I never really really dove much into writing my own songs for a long time. I just was like learning songs and I would kind of sing, um, sing along with things but never really placed much, much of an emphasis on that mm -hmm. until like probably when I was like 16 or so I was like, hey, like all these songs I've been learning for the last like five years, I can actually do that on my own and like make my own songs. Which was pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, it's pretty neat. So by the time <laughs> I got to high school, I actually started to meet some other music people, mm -hmm. and I started tried to start a band, which fell apart very soon because they were just like, "Hey, you play the drums, and you're the only drummer I've ever." <laughs> <laughs> and then um, so that didn't work because none of us really liked the same music at all. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That makes um, it hard. But, like, I kind of started to become, like, the de facto leader in, like, different groups because I was, like, the one who wanted to, like, draw people together. And mm -hmm. so, like, when I got to jazz band, like, I started to meet people, like, who were actually kind of like-minded and I started to get more into jazz. Because, like, up until then I was just, like, like, classic rock all the way. Mm -hmm. Modern music sucks. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. um, and so I started to get into jazz, which is a more pretentious of a music. <laughs> and then we're like, really, everything else sucks, yeah. only jazz. <laughs> it like, forced me to like really like dive more into like what music is outside, like in terms of like the theory of it, like what it, like kind of pushing the boundaries of like what it can be. And then I met some like-minded people and kind of formed a group. And so we were meeting like every weekend or so, just like playing jazz standards and jamming on stuff, mm -hmm. um, which was really cool. And then my mind, my world kind of got shattered in my junior year of high school because I was like, like just without like saying it with any ego, I was like the best instrumentalist of anybody I knew. Mm -hmm. And so that was at least in our age group. And so then in my junior year of high school, this freshman came in and was like an amazing drummer. And I was like, what the fuck? Who does he think he is? Why is he? He's, <laughs> yeah. he's way better than me. And I was like... Damn, this, uh, <laughs> and then he introduced me to this whole world of jazz musicians in Portland who were all way better than me and younger than me, and I was just like, what the heck is happening? Yeah. I thought that I was good at my instrument, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so um, I started like getting involved with those guys and like continued my own group and continued playing with them. Um, but then this is kind of where faith and art my stories intersect. A little bit. You jumped ahead, boy. Well, it's, it's a little bit like. <laughs> yeah, that's so, true. So, <laughs> um, when we when our well, we okay. So, <laughs> if you backtrack a little bit, uh, back to the rock music. Yeah. So there is in back in our hometown, um, in Oregon, um, there is this uh, like summer music camp that was all about rock. 
music. And, well, it used to be called School of Rock. Yeah. And then the School of Rock franchise was like, mm, <laughs> So they changed the name to Camp Amp. Shout out Camp Amp, Hillsborough, Oregon. Bro! Because so uh, I started doing that when I was about like 9 or 10. You maybe, when was the first year that you did that? Like, it was like 13 or 14. 13 or 14. Um, funny enough, we like, we didn't really like, we met when we were that age, like 13 or 14, but didn't really talk to each other. But we actually did, I sang in his band <laughs> for like one song, sang Pride and Joy. Um, and then it took a few more years when we, the summer before our junior year of high school, we re-kind of acquainted ourselves with each other, <laughs> and, um, because we were both in that music camp, and it really just was like, I saw him and I was like, oh, he's hot, I'm gonna date him, but <laughs> I also thought he was really good at music, and so I was like, I want to play music with this person, um, and that's kind of how that, uh, that sprouted, is from, we met at a music summer camp. <laughs> that's that's so, so cute. I heard this story, so this is really Oh, fun. yeah. <laughs> um, it was kind of weird, because that year, so I, because I had been doing the program for such a long time, and they had kind of started moving me over to, like, being more of like an instructor and like helping out the vocal yeah. instructors. So even though we were the same age, I was a teacher and he was a student. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it just so happened like um, one of the other instructors that was like helping like run rehearsals for the band that he was in that year, they were like working on an original song. And he called, yeah. that instructor called me in because he was like, oh yeah, this and vocal instructor, she writes songs all the time and she's really good at writing lyrics. Maybe she could help write lyrics. And this was based off of an idea you brought in, a musical idea yeah. you brought in. So we like co-wrote a song like before we even really like knew each other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I helped write the lyrics to that song. And yeah, that's pretty funny. Think about that a lot. I'm like, oh, we were even writing songs together before we even really knew each other. Um, <laughs> That's, that's awesome. so cool. Yeah, and then um, it's fate. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just kind of went from there because I was like, I like jazz too, <laughs> and so we started playing um, from there and like. Yeah. The jazz combo together, yeah, and doing like you, gigs and jazz combo. You joined in with the group that had been kind of meeting up. Yeah. And we played like all the big places, like retirement homes. Retirement homes. <laughs> <laughs> we did volunteer gigs at retirement homes. Yeah. That's fun though. Our, our <laughs> retirement homes. We played at. Um, well, this was just the two of us when we were younger and first starting out. We played more folky singer-songwriter stuff at Zupan's Market in downtown Portland. Oh nice. my god, I know that place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, so, yeah, we we kind of, from there, because we, when we first met, we were kind of, I think both, like, really kind of learning what jazz was, and like... Excuse <laughs> you, Vito, someone's trying to speak right this now. This is his solo. Yeah. <laughs> like, now is my time. <laughs> So I think, I think at least speaking for myself, I was like really heavy into jazz and thought like this is what I'm going to do. But then I think that as we kind of progressed, um, we kind of realized that we liked other music and we liked yeah. elements of jazz, mm -hmm. but we didn't like, we weren't like jazz musicians by trade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so um, kind of the big turning point for that was when I was going to be leaving to come here for school. Mm -hmm. I wanted to kind of create some music as a way to just like be like a fun going away thing and like mm -hmm. a way to remember everybody and so I wrote these songs um, and I had needed help with the lyrics and the melody and so I brought them to Faith and so it's like oh yeah I'm leaving in two weeks could you write lyrics and melodies and we're gonna record all this in like two weeks and so so we, we wrote those songs, and those songs became the first stop-motion EP, because we just, like, were like, oh, these are actually kind of good, and we like how <laughs> <laughs> they turned out. Um, and weird random sidebar to, like, that. Random sidebar? <laughs> um, the person who we recorded with, we met by total chance. It was this guy that 
um, was in my mom's Tai Chi class because she taught a Tai Chi class. <laughs> out of out of like the church that yeah. she goes to. And um, she was just mentioning, oh, my son's going to school. <laughs> and he's like, oh, what is he studying? He's like, music. And he's just like, oh, I dabble in music. And it turns out that this guy, like, had worked with, like, Herbie Hancock and Neil Young. He, like, turned down working with Prince at one point. What? Uh, yeah, like... Turned down working with Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> he was, like, this heavy hitter yeah. who was just, like, this unassuming old man in, in Portland. <laughs> and my mom, like, linked me up with him, and I was mentioning this, like, Going Away Project to him, and he's like, oh, yeah, I could help you record that. And so... That's wild. We... Um, wrote the songs, and he's like, so you're gonna practice all these songs, like, really hard, right? Because you're leaving in a few weeks, and we're, and we're like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna do that. And then my friend, the drummer, and the bassist were both out of town for, like, the majority of the two weeks, and so we yeah. <laughs> only got together, like, three days before the recording oh session. God. Oh, no! <laughs> and so, but it turned out well still, I think that it, like, um, again, we got the recordings back, and we're like, this is actually kind of good. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, ended up bringing that here to Denver and kind of, um, the story has some loops, yeah. for sh- like just like it's got, twists it's, and turns for yeah. sure. Um, Faith and I continued to write music long distance, like just sending voice memos and stuff back and forth. Yeah. And meanwhile, like I was like gathering people in Denver to kind yeah. of form like the prototype of stop motion. Yeah. And, um, with the idea that Faith would come out at some point. And mm-hmm. I know that, like, people have told me that when I told them, I have a girlfriend in Portland, she's going to move out eventually. Yeah. They've admitted to me in retrospect, they're like, I, I did not think that was going to happen. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're like, you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a girlfriend That's in Portland. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just leaving you, bud. But, yeah, we just um, spent that first year while I was here, like, writing songs long distance, and I was, like, I'd never, like, had, like, a true band like that before, so I was, like, figuring out how that works with the dynamic, and, like, how to book gigs, and how to do all these things, and so by the time Faith came out, we had, like, somewhat of a foundation for the group, even though, like, it's gone through a lot of changes, and only one person from that first year is still with us, Mm -hmm. it, like, we were able to kind of hit the ground running a little bit more than if she had come out and we had to like start from the start from ground zero yeah definitely yeah. that's, that's cool awesome. yeah. yeah you really laid the groundwork for that for sure and kind of it was two songwriters trying and musicians trying to figure out how to be like business people <laughs> we're yeah. like what's this run <laughs> things and get gigs and yeah. I had no idea about the business. The only, the only gigs we knew here. how to get were the ones at retirement. Zoo Pans and <laughs> retirement homes. <Yeah. laughs> we, awesome. were, we were hit at the retirement homes, you know. We were. I'm sure. <laughs> we came back, hit that circuit hard. Yeah. We did. <laughs> <laughs> so when you write now, do you write as a full band or a duo? Do you write songs by yourselves ever? Or a combination of all of those, really. Um, so the first two... EPs that we released with Stop Motion, like, aside from, like, one or so songs, it's just Evan and I as, like, the writers on that, Um, but more recently we've been um, writing um, and collaborating with everybody in the band, um, which has been an interesting shift, because it's, like, Stop Motion did start out as, like, our project, you know, um, the two of us and as our, like, creative endeavors, but it's been interesting seeing that expand into, like, the other three people we've brought into the project and, like, how it's now becoming also, like, their project as well and trying to, like, navigate that, like, um, shift in dynamics between Mm -hmm. them just being, like, musicians in the, you know, the band, like, versus, like, becoming... Um, a creed becoming like creative parts of the group, but it's really exciting because I feel like like things ch- our sound is changing, but it's also changing like for the better. Like it's becoming um, more of what we want and more of what everyone wants. Um, but yeah, so a lot of the times it's still though like 
oh, I have like this melodic idea, or mm -hmm. I have this chord progression, and we bring it into the band and kind of expand on that. Nice. Um, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Cool. That's awesome. And how often do you think you guys write individually? Like, not enough. Songs, not <laughs> it's hard. Um, it's. I think. It's, it's funny because like when I talk about how from the ages of like 10 to 14 like all I did was sit in my room by myself and write songs and I feel like I don't get around to doing that quite as much yeah. as I would like to and feel like I should anymore mm -hmm. um, and I think part of that is like just constantly co-writing there is like this feeling sometimes when you are constantly co-writing that when you go back to write on your own you're like I don't know if I can do this you know yeah. what I mean? Um, so I think it's a lot of, like, almost sometimes, I mean, this sounds bad saying it like this, but, like, forcing myself to write songs on my own. Yeah. But it's, it's not, it's forcing because I'm, like, trying to force myself through that insecurity of, like, yeah. not being able to write on my own. Mm -hmm. But, like, I know I can because, like, I, I used to do that all the time. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. um, so I think every once in a while when I get the kind of kicking myself in the butt feeling like yeah. <laughs> I try to make myself do that but it, it is really hard honestly um to I feel like to step back and try to just write individually at this point especially because we live together yeah I would say that the same thing where like I write a lot of like fragments of things mm -hmm. but I I oftentimes like have a hard time finishing things mm -hmm. And I am, like, I'm really wanting to, like, push more towards being able to allow myself to, like, get past that block. Because, like, I trust my co-writers so much that it's kind of like, oh, I, would, I have this idea, I wonder what these people would think about it. Yeah. And so it's, which is great, and I'm, I feel very fortunate to be in that situation. Yeah. But, like, I feel that, like, I'm in a space right now where I want to where I'm trying to hone my craft even more and, like, mm -hmm. work on, like, being, like, completing things and knowing, like, okay, like, these are my shortcomings. Like, being able to, like, more concretely realize, like, mm -hmm. as a writer, like, this is what I can do really well. And I already know there are things, like, melody and lyrics, Faith is, like, way better at that than I, than I am. Um, and I think that when we co-write, something that we, that we found is that, like, we think differently in that, like, I tend to be, like, more of a big-picture thinker, mm -hmm. and Faith tends to be more detail-oriented, which, in terms of, like, the visions of songs, like, yeah. I'll, oftentimes, like, I'll create, like, a vibe, and then Faith can flesh out that vibe. It's flesh out the vibe! <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny, too, because I think that it, it's challenging, but also, also, like, serendipitous in a way, that our weaknesses are the other person's strength yeah like it it means that like it's become so natural to co-write because my thing has become like vocal melodies and lyrics and your thing is like you can create really cool like like chord, like chord changes and like mess with like harmonics of things and like i'm just not like my brain isn't oriented towards that but it becomes and that becomes um challenging though I think when we go to write on our own because then we like mm. we're like yeah. I immediately want to lean on that crutch like I know that he's better at doing that stuff than I am yeah and like vice versa mm -hmm. so it's it's great because when we write like we can kind of join forces but then it's hard because you get really used to like knowing that you have someone there that like can just do the shit that you can't do. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, when you're on your own, you're like, damn it, like, I can't do this as well as you can. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, what advice do you have for solo artists looking to form a band? Hmm. You know, I would just say, like, the, the cliche of, like, just don't be afraid of failure, first off. We'll get that one on the way. But really, like, knowing, like, Having a vision in, to in terms of forming a band and being like the leader of a band, having a vision I think is more important than having like the technical skills. Because like an amazing a, a guitar player like might not be like the best like band leader because they don't like necessarily have like the an end goal in sight. Mm -hmm. Or versus 
if you are forming a band, if you know what you want to accomplish, you can find an amazing guitar player to fill that role mm -hmm. of what you're trying to do. So the way that I see it is like, again, just like a band is um, a team of people and you want to be able to know, like we're just talking about, like who can fill these weaknesses and who can complement my strengths. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I feel super fortunate with the group that we have with Stop Motion. Like we have yeah. incredible instrumentalists, incredible songwriters, um, incredible singers of faith. <laughs> uh, it's just, it feels like a very, it just feels like a really strong team. Yeah. Um, I would also emphasize that it's important to like, like get along with your bandmates. Like, you know, mm -hmm. maybe sometimes it's worth sacrificing some quality if the person if you if the person like really sees your vision and yeah. like really agrees with what you're doing you know because like sometimes especially as we see this a lot in in jazz like there are incredible like musicians who I have nothing against but don't necessarily share my vision mm -hmm. so if you're trying to start a band that might not be like the best fit yeah. Yeah. and when you're forming a band this might take like a ton of different iterations. It took and, a lot of reboots, honestly, yeah. for stop motion. Because we we've had three long-term drummers and mm -hmm. quite a few in between that didn't yeah. last very long. Um, two long-term bassists, again, same deal. One keyboard player somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Luke. Yeah, and then two singers actually. Cause yeah, because uh, Jen was here when yeah. I was still in Oregon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would just, I would agree, like, it's important to, well, especially if you're talking about, like, a solo songwriter trying to, like, be a band leader and, like, start a band, again, yeah, just, like, having a vision for things and, um, but also not being afraid of change because I, I think that also comes back around to the fact that, like, Stop Motion's music has changed a lot, and I think part of that is us, but part of that is the fact that we've, like, welcomed mm -hmm. other other people into that creative side of Stop Motion, mm -hmm. and, like, they have also, like, you know, helped change that direction, and it's just something that you have to be open to, like, I mean, things, it would be really hard if we were still, like, stuck in the mindset of like, we need to sound, we need to keep creating music that's like exactly on, like, on the same, like, vibe as the first EP that we released. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, these songs that were, like, that we've been writing recently, like, are so, there's still, there's still the connection to, like, our first EP, but they're very, very different, you know? And yeah. That's, like, because our preferences have changed, our musicianship has, like, developed more, but also because we've had we've welcomed other people into the, this world and like they've helped shape the songs and yeah. like change the direction of um, the music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you guys had a very pivotal year in 2019. I mean, we think it was. It was <laughs> <laughs> you two should as well. <laughs> so I wanted you to talk about some of your favorite shows and experiences from 2019. Um, whether that's like, you released the album in 2019, right? Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, Faith is like, what's happening? Yeah, played Bluebird. And then you played Bluebird. Bluebird. Yeah. Who was the band you opened for that night? Moonchild. 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 That's right. Oh, that was such a great show. That was very exciting for us. Not just because like it's the Bluebird and this band is cool, but because this was a band that we discovered. Um, well, we were long distance. We played this game. It was really fun. I actually want to tell other people about this game because I feel like it's fun. Um, especially when you're, like, long distance from somebody, like, friend or relationship or whatever. Um, we would, like, discover an artist one week and, like, listen to their music. And then we would come together, like, text or whatever, and we'd, we'd swap artists and then listen to the other person's artist that they discovered. And then, like, we talk about, like, what was your favorite song? Like, what did you enjoy from this? Oh, and then it would just kind of, like, cycle through. So we, we, that, um, we weren't very good about keeping up on it sometimes. Mm -hmm. But we did discover a lot of new people that way. Mm -hmm. And one of those people, or bands that we discovered, mm -hmm. that Evan discovered and, like, shared with me was Moonchild. 
That's so awesome. Weird. And I got I got so into listening to them yeah. that um I was I was in school in Oregon and I I just have like such vivid memories of like being in like the um like the like the student like student union building basically like doing my math homework like listening yeah. to Moonchild like on repeat like and they were just like kind of from there became a really big um, influence in our own songwriting mm -hmm. and so the fact that we got that it's like opening slot for them was really cool on like just like a personal like Yee, we're opening yeah. for this band that we really love you know yeah that's um, awesome oh that's so cool <laughs> it just makes me want to keep doing that like just mm -hmm. I really want to keep like kind of putting ourselves out there because it was still like we were not. We didn't even think we were, we'd get that gig at all. Like we were like, I, I would just be happy if they like responded back to our email. Like that would just make me happy. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I, I keep wanna like I. It makes me wanna keep putting ourselves out on a limb, be, like to play with people that we personally feel like have influenced us, and just like get to meet these musicians, big or small, that we just love, and be able yeah. to play shows with them. Yeah. That's a great outlook to have, for say. sure. It's kind of a refreshing one, too, I would mm -hmm. say. That's awesome. Um, do you have any plans to record or tour this year? <laughs> Both. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've been demoing new music um, for the last few months. We just had a, a big recording demoing day yesterday in the snow. You were set up all the mics in the snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got all the ambient noise. We were snowed in. Um, yeah, we didn't have any warm water or anything. Uh, but yeah, we've been we've been demoing all these songs and just kind of again this new pr recording process has been really cool because it's been very collaborative. Before it was um, it was still primarily Faith and me. And we built up a, a team of people with the last EP, which was cool. Um, but uh, in terms of like building like the, the branding and like doing recording mm -hmm. and stuff like that, um, somebody that we're working with again this um, for this upcoming cycle is Peyton Widener from Yes, yes. He's the best. He is the best. He's he, awesome. Um, he acted as producer and um, recorded and recording mixed engineer our mixing. last one. Um, oh, I, I did not know. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he, he um, did the recording and um, producing for, for For You. Yeah, and so we just... Um, I met him when I was playing with Chloe Tang a, a, last, a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. And we just kind of hit it off, and we like really have a very good um, working relationship in, with our music. Where oftentimes he'll say something, it's like I was thinking that or would have said that, mm -hmm. and so it's been really cool to work with him and like continue working with him because I feel like we're our communication is just improving with that, and so um, we were planning on going to the studio and actually recording these songs for real in the for upcoming real. months. <laughs> for real, for um, real, and we're we're planning on <laughs> recording them as singles um, oh, individually. Cool throughout the months, rather than doing one big release. Mm -hmm. Nice! That's awesome! Yeah. That's gonna be... Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Me too. Hopefully the timing lines up where the first single that we release lines up with when we're trying to go on tour. Um, yeah. We're trying to get a little under, like, two weeks. We're, we're trying to be ambitious, it's very hard, but um, going into uh, Pacific Northwest area, so Washington and nice. Oregon. The homeland. The homeland. Which I'm so excited for because we have not played a stop motion in Portland. Mm -hmm. So that'll be yeah. very exciting because we have friends All and your family, family there. Home. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be so fun. Oh, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> but that's going to be so <laughs> good. excited for that. Um, okay. <laughs> I want to go to Portland and watch you. <laughs> <laughs> I love Portland. Yeah. Um, it's... This is the first tour we're planning, and it's, it's a little scary, but also kind of, you gotta come, I think, feel like you gotta come up with a mindset where it's like, we can just do what we can do, and like, 
because there's so much up in the air. You're like, what if this doesn't work out? Like, this might not work. And yeah, it's like, well, yeah. we can just do what we got to do. And then if it doesn't work out, it doesn't. But, like, yeah. we can't, we're not going to be able to really control, like, that. We can control totally. the things we can. But yeah, it's like, go with the flow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's nerve-wracking to have that mindset when it comes mm -hmm. to touring. Because yeah. it's, like, a lot of time, like taken out of for planning and for actually going on tour and money involved in that and yeah and the money you lose not at your actual like mm -hmm. you're making yeah. money jobs you yeah. know like exactly yeah yeah that's intense do you have any advice on planning like for those listening faith is looking at me like someone give me advice yeah, yeah okay. that's honestly how i feel um right now we're trying to approach it with Finding musicians um, and bands in the in the areas we're going to that we like and feel like we could put really good shows like together with, yeah. and then contacting them and saying we are trying to like come out to these areas that like your home base, and we want to like, play with you guys. That's so smart. Um, yeah. So hopefully that works out because we figure then they will have um, a better grasp of like the scene there and the yeah. venues and whatnot because we haven't played out there really mm -hmm. um so um that's kind of how we're we're going we're going um at it but that's incredible yeah, I, don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's good advice because no, yeah. it, it might was. actually be really bad advice so no, no. <laughs> i think that's so smart it's really smart advice sorry a text just came up on my computer that was from one of my best friends back home and she was just like when should i get married I'm like why are you asking me that? <laughs> 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 June, I don't know. Also, segue, when are you two getting married? Because <laughs> I'm going to go for it. Whoa. That would be a ways yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Faith is like, plot twist, I'm engaged. <laughs> uh, this is our big announcement. <laughs> We've been waiting for... <laughs> Oh, wow. How long have you two been together? As long as you've been a band? Longer? Shorter? Oh, longer. Yeah. We've been together since we were 16. <laughs> so. Wait, funny. so and you're 21, 22? Yeah. yeah, so it's it's been... We're coming up on six years. Yeah, it's going to be six years in August. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> I know. That's nuts, Phil. You all are like the epitome of love, don't you know? I don't know. I don't know why it's happened it like really this. Shouldn't. It shouldn't have happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it really shouldn't have happened. I was like, this is actually us breaking up. Yeah. <laughs> on the podcast. You guys, this is a viral... Viral <laughs> <laughs> breakup. Couple breaks up on podcast. <laughs> after six years. Uh, no, I mean, like, the long distance thing, like, in practice, in theory, like, really shouldn't have worked, but, I mean, it just... This whole thing should not have worked. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. For it's... Well, because it's... Yeah... I don't know, because we're very different people than we were when we were 16, mm -hmm. and just kind of remarkable that we still like each other. <laughs> um, I also think about the fact that we were 19 when I moved out to Colorado, and you had already been here for a year, moved out to live with my boyfriend and pursue music, <laughs> and I wasn't even in school at the time, I was just like, I'm leaving, <laughs> and that was when I knew my parents actually supported me in my decisions, because they weren't like get your ass back home. They were like, oh yeah. Like, yeah. They were obviously tentative about it. Yeah. But, but it's also were, Evan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a testament to them liking Evan yeah. and also trusting me yes. because they were like, okay, yeah, I guess you can move to a completely new state where you know no one except for your boyfriend and you're 19 you're going to go pursue music <laughs> and not yeah. actually be in college. <laughs> I just, I don't even know how they let me do that. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're super lucky that it has worked out. Like, I, I'm very grateful that it's worked out because, like, we get to we get to play music together and we get to be yeah. in a relationship together and get to, like, do business just, like, hanging out in our house. Yeah. We do too <laughs> many things together, man. Oh, yeah, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked we weren't tired of each other yet. It's like, get away. Awesome. Okay, so our last question. Heavy hitter. Why do you write songs? <laughs> Silence. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, I think it really goes back to what I was saying where I was like so desperate to learn to play guitar because I felt like I just had these songs in me that I had to get out. Mm -hmm. Like, I probably write them because of the fact that I've been immersed in music my whole life, but also it's just like, I don't know, like I can remember, yeah, just being like a little kid 
and just like writing songs like when I was singing in the shower like just yeah. being like you know like eight years old just being like singing about my Disney movies <laughs> all these little like stories and I just just feels like that's always kind of been like a part of of like who I was being able to like express that through music mm. yeah I mean I think that for me there's like a deep-seated need to create Mm -hmm. And I think that music has been something that, for me, has always been able to be an outlet for um, emotions and ideas that, like, I can't be... I have no way of expressing otherwise, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, there's this Tony Williams, who's a, a jazz drummer, he has this quote where he, he says... Back like, to your jazz musicians. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta, you know... <laughs> um, he says, like, someone asks him, like what are you saying when you're playing the drums? And he's like, if I could tell you, I wouldn't play the drums. Mm. And for oh, me, I love that. Yeah, that for that's me, that's brilliant. why I play music and why I create music, because it just gives me this, this sense of fulfillment whenever I successfully create something mm. that like really resonates with me. And whether that's in a really profound way or just in like a, this makes me feel good right now kind of way, it just is something that I feel a need to do. Love it. That's so profound. Wow, you guys really knocked it out of the park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Home run, right there. <laughs> um, well, thank you for coming on. Yeah, yeah thanks for having us. Last question. Um, do you have something you would like to share with us? You can either send in an EP. I mean... We'll send in a whole EP. It needs to be an unreleased EP. You can either really share an MP3 or you can play something for us. It's up to you. We can, let's try playing something right now, and if it crashes and burns, because we don't often play this song that we're about to play acoustic, so we'll see how it works. Oh, uh, which one is it? It's a new brand one. new one. Only been played in public one time. It's been played, yeah. We played it like so far, which we also didn't have drums for. <laughs> I've never had pink eyes. It's not had pink eyes, so. Oh my oh. god, that's horrifying. That's, yep. no, pink eyes the pink worst. Pink eyes not fun. Not a good time. Um, let me. I think the level should be good. Yeah. You want to tell us a little bit about the song too before you play? Sure. This is one of those scenarios where it was still a co-write, but it was like I came in. <laughs> I, I wrote, like, most of the song on a plane ride back to Colorado, like, in my seat, like, whispering into my voice notes. I was like, ha. For some reason, just inspiration came at that moment, and I was like, I have this melodic idea and lyrics, I gotta get it down. So the guy next to me on the plane probably thought I was insane, because I was like... <laughs> in my voice memos. And he's like, what the hell is this girl doing? Talking to herself? Um, and so then I brought, like, the chorus and... Chorus first, first verse, the pre-chorus thing, and to Evan, I was like, help me make this, like cool. Like, mm -hmm. I have this melody and these lyrics, but I need, like, your expertise and... And then we workshopped it with the full band. We did workshop it with the full band. So. We workshopped a little together and we brought it with the full band. And um, So it's been, a, it was like a little bit of both, where it's like, I wrote a lot of it, but then he helped me, and then yeah. we brought that into the band and kind of played with the vibe of, um, of the song. But, um, the song, definitely like a callback to, like, 90s like R&B stuff because I really like um, I just feel like even while all those songs can be kind of cheesy mm -hmm. like um, they have such like catchy melodies and I just really like wanted to write something that felt sincere but also had that kind of like like poppy like catchy R&B melody yes. but then had like yes. lyrics that like you know like they actually like they aren't so like this is cool, that it... You know what I yeah. mean? Like, something that was, like, meaningful. So I kind of took lyrically inspiration just from, um... Well, I feel like I don't... I didn't really know what the song was about until I, like, analyzed why I wrote those lyrics. And then I was like, oh, I think I was writing about this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, sometimes oh, you write... You yeah. write lyrics and you're like, why did I even say mm -hmm. this? Yeah. And then I kind of realized I felt like a lot of the lyrics were about, like, struggling with like, depression and anxiety and, like, how that 
manifests in like your view of like self-worth and like body image and like yeah. um mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i think that's i think i think that's what the song's about mm-hmm. it took a while for me to figure that out but i love that I, it's it's kind of reassuring for me to hear that other people oh yeah well it's like, like what is this? you know when you're just like in the inspirational moment and you're yeah. just singing and you say something, and then you're like, well, I don't know what the song is about. So yeah, it's I'm glad that you for guys real. relate to that, too. <laughs> it is. It's like yes. you almost are, like, like having a conversation with you. Like, you're yeah. saying things you didn't even know you felt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, oh. you're singing it, and you're writing Definitely. it down, and you're like, I didn't even know I felt this way. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. That's incredible. All right. <laughs> what is it called? Um, what is it called? Uh, Live in, I don't know. We'll play it for you. Maybe you guys can have have some ideas for games, but love this. Are you living your life, girl? Living your life, cause I've been getting by saying I'm fine. Are you living your life? Living your life, stop waiting for the signs. Waking up, holding my stomach. Why am I running from the beauty? Tomorrow's I want to borrow the joy and the fear of yesterday. I was feeling better yesterday, and I want to remember all the ways I promised I would love myself. Now I'm starting to. Sadness no. is a more complex emotion yeah. than happiness. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <That's great. laughs> but I hope that I hope that it's like it is a little sad, but I also hope that it is like it's an uplifting, uplifting song. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because it's yeah, like it is for sure that like this is a thing that people deal with. Like I yeah. And 
again, like with writing those lyrics, like the, um, I don't have plans, I have made none, why should I be feeling like this? And I didn't realize, like, why am I singing those lyrics? And I was like, I feel like it's a lot about, like, I'm, like, trying to get over the depression and anxiety, and it's like, yeah. I, you still feel like it at the end of the day, mm -hmm. even though you're like, I'm doing yeah. all the things I'm supposed to be doing, why do I still feel like this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I hope that that's still, like, uplifting in a way, because yeah, it's it is. a common feeling. Yeah, yeah, you're not alone. Yeah, yeah, you're making the audience feel very not alone. Yeah. 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 Comforted. For sure. And the guitar was great. I yeah, mean, all your little red I feel like it's been Ryan. Bitch. It's like, if I, like, yeah, he, he, you make the song far better. I, mean, <laughs> I just feel bad, like, ever complimenting Evan, because I'm like, I feel like I compliment him all the time. I'm like, he knows how great he is by now. He's probably tired of me being like, you're so good. You're like, hard, obviously, hey, you're great. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> yes. That sounds wonderful. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being on and yeah. chatting with yes. us. And it sounds great acoustic, too. I am. Yeah. I'm, you know, I love acoustic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little biased, but so good. Yes, oh, thanks, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. We do this thing. This is kind of... This is a new thing. We're establishing it this season. <laughs> we, we've we done it in previous seasons, mm -hmm. but um, we've never, like, talked about it. But we always say, like, bye really strangely, and now we're getting our guests to do it with us. Okay. So lead the way and say bye in a funny voice or goodbye. Or another version of bye. Oh my lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. Oh. <laughs> the pressure's on. Pressure. Are we all just You're doing just it into our own? own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever you want. Is that what we're Your doing? Your own way, whatever you want. Whatever you want. <laughs> 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 just like heavy breathing. Like, Alright.